This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Roaming freely throughout this earth and operating best in its atmosphere of chaos is Satan, mankind's greatest enemy. He's an expert at destroying your joy, confusing your thoughts, stirring up your emotions, and doing whatever else it takes to make you as ineffective for God's use as possible. But because he knows his chances for success are dramatically limited by the power of our prayer, he always goes to the one place where all God's truths for a life of victory are stored. His battleground of choice, your mind, perhaps literally revolutionizing our thought process in his powerful teaching, choosing chaos or putting our minds in order. Pastor Ray cautions us that if we don't capture our thoughts, they will surely capture us. So nothing may be more important than constantly putting our minds in order. And as Pastor reminds us, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What could be more important than having the mind of Christ? Chaos or order, which will you choose? Let's open our Bibles to uh, Romans chapter 12. We'll start there. But the mind, putting your mind in order. It's the craziest thing about this brain of, of mine, and you tell me if this holds true with you too, is that, you know, I know the things I'm supposed to be thinking. Yeah. I know the things I'm not supposed to be thinking. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But I put my mind in order and I start thinking the things that I'm supposed to be thinking. And as soon as I start thinking what I'm supposed to be thinking, somehow my mind drifts off and I'm thinking the things I'm not supposed to be thinking. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. See, we got to get our mind in order. And uh, you see, it is so important for believers to understand how crucial it is uh, that your mind is, you know, you're doing the right things with your mind and you're thinking the right things and keeping your mind on course uh, because it will direct, it will, it will really, uh, you know, direct the outcome of your life. And uh, so we have to be very, very careful with this mind. But we, we, we're going to learn some things and we talked about some things the last time we're together. I want to go back over to Romans 12 and we'll see if we can go quickly tonight because I want to get these verses in, but I don't want to go too quickly because I do want to get all the information out. But we, we learned, I have about seven things that I found in the Bible, and this is not by any way an exhaustive list, but seven things that I found and seven things that I have used in my life in trying to keep my mind together and keeping my mind in order. And the very first thing we talked about in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 said, uh, teaches us, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So we learn that the way that our lives are going to be transformed is by getting our mind renewed on the Word of God. That's what makes the change in our life. That's why it's so valuable and so vitally important, uh, you know, the Word that you're getting. The Word is going to make the difference in your life. The Word has the power to change your very life. Yeah. The Word has the power to change your very circumstances and situations. Uh, so here we learn that as it relates to our thinking, and we understand that our thinking, 
um, is so, so vitally important because it's going to affect every area of our life. If you have stinking thinking, you're going to have stinking results. If you have poor thinking, you'll have poor results. Whatever, whatever's going on in your head is going to show up in your life. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? Whatever's happening here between these two ears is going to show up in your life. So the Bible teaches us that we should, first of all, not be conformed. One version says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may approve or you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So we have, uh, we have to understand the importance of renewing our mind. The way you renew your mind is by the word of God. Uh, this is just one thing I want to stop on for a minute because I think this is important. Matthew's gospel, chapter 22. This is the second of my seven things. 2237. And I will uh, read this verse to you. Matthew's gospel, 22. And verse 37, she's going to put these up on the screen so you can write them down. Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God. What are you supposed to do? Love Love the Lord your God. And he's telling you how to love him. Love the Lord your God with part of your heart, with some of your soul, and just a small portion of your mind. No, it doesn't say that? Wrong translation. I think the light is a little, uh, it's a little dull here. The allergies got gotten to my eyes. No. What it says is, you shall love the Lord your God with all, everybody say, all of your heart, all of your soul, and with all, everybody say all, all, all of your mind. So how do I love the Lord, my God, you know, the Lord God with all of my mind? Well, I just, I just, just like you love anybody else. You tell that person you love them. You, you meditate on how much you love them. You're, you're constantly thinking about how much you love, love the Lord. I remind myself all the time of what God has done in my life. How many of you have come from one place in your, in, you know, with the Lord when you first met the Lord to a much better place today? Amen. Now, wouldn't you say that that would be the, the foundation or the basis for having love for God, for the change that he's done in your life? So what I have to do with my mind, this, this part uh, that we're talking about here in getting control or putting my mind in order is every day I need to take my thoughts and put them on how much I love God, no matter what's going on in my life. I'm going to tell you one of the things that I found is when you remind yourself how much you love God and you actually say with your mouth, I love the Lord more than I love anything. There have been times in my life when, you know, people um, that I loved were about to exit my life and, you know, it would cause my, my mind to get all squirrely. Anybody ever have that? Someone who you loved really hurt you deeply because they were, they've left you or they've abandoned you. Anybody ever suffer rejection or abandonment in this place? Well, one of the ways that you get your mind back at peace is you remind yourself of how much you love God and how much he loves you. And I can remember just saying, God, God, I don't love any human being on this earth more than I love you. God, I don't love any material thing on this earth more than I love you. You have to remind yourself, you have to put your mind back on how much you love God. Otherwise, your mind's going to play all kinds of tricks in you and get all squirrely and, and uh, cause you to do some things in your life that, that are going to really you know, cause you a lot, of, a lot of trouble. I've had to say that, God, there's nothing on this earth that I love more than you. Because often, you know, so many times we're chasing after things, chasing after people, chasing after desire. How many of you know what I'm talking about? So we got to get hold of this mind. You see, this, this brain, as, as we're talking, let's go over to Romans chapter 8. This brain shouldn't be directing you and leading you. We ought to be, uh, have, we ought to have total and absolute control 
over our thought process and our, our thought. You know, one man said something so profound to me. It was just a simple little thing. And he said to me many years ago, I don't know if I was teaching on this or doing something, but he just, he came up to me, he says, Pastor, you know, did you ever think of this? He said, you can think a faith thought or a good thought just as much as you could think a doubt thought or a bad thought. Really, think about that. You can think whatever you want to think. The devil wants you to think that you have no control over your thinking. He wants you to think that your mind just races and runs and can go anywhere you want. But you can, you can control and you ought to control your thought process. You ought to take authority over your brain. Every, sometimes you gotta, I've got to do that. I don't about you, but I've got to do that because my mind's going, anybody know what I'm talking about? All of, and so I said, whoa, wait a minute. I control you. You do not control me. I lead you. You do not lead me. And right now, I'm not thinking what you want me to think about. I'm not going to be distracted. I'm not going to be depressed. I'm not going to be confused. I'm not going to be sad. I choose to be happy. Come on. Are you with me? You've got to... You've got to take, all right, so, so let's go over to uh, Romans chapter 8 and let's look at um, verse number 5. And Paul begins to talk about this to the Romans and he, he, he points this out and I think this is so powerful. He said, for those who live according to the flesh, those are people who live their lives directed by every fleshly desire. How many of you understand that, that every fleshly desire, everything your body wants to do is not necessarily good for you? Amen. Everything that your body, see in the world, says if it feels good, do it. And that's why people are doing a whole lot of things that are putting them in hell right. or putting them through hell. Anybody know what I'm talking about? If it feels good, do it. That's what the world says. But God says that those who live according to the flesh, those who live by the dictates of the flesh, listen, set their minds on the things of the flesh. In other words, their mind is focused on the things that their flesh desires. But notice what he said, but those who live according to the Spirit, let me help you here, we all ought to seek to live according to the Spirit, not the flesh. Right? It says, those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. So those who, those who have their mind on God, they, they set their mind on the things of God. Um, the difference between someone who's being directed by their flesh and someone who's being directed by the spirit. Let's say that one who's living by the flesh and one who's living by the spirit is one minor detail. One has their, or one minor difference. One has their mind set on the things of the flesh. I'm going to do what my flesh wants, the way it wants, whatever feels good, I'm going to do it. Don't tell me. I'm going to march right into whatever I want to do. The person who's being led by the Spirit makes the same decision, but after the things of God. Say, I'm going to do what God says. I'm going to live by the Word of God. I've got my mind set on living my life according to the way God would have me to live it. Amen. Now, notice what the Word says. To be carnally minded, that means to live after the flesh, is death. What is it? Death. He gives you the answer here. He gives you the warning. He tells you that if you live according to the dictates of your flesh, the ultimate result or the end result of living by the dictates of your flesh is death. And that doesn't, you know, it can mean everything, not just death of your body. It can mean death to your peace, death to your joy, death to your finances. You see, you see the young person that, that the, the young person that has his mind set on doing whatever he wants to do, he'll march right into a relationship with a young lady or a young man, jump in the sack, get pregnant, right? Mindset. Don't tell me to do anything different. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I want. This feels good. I'm going to do it. Don't, don't tell me. Gets pregnant. And what happens? Listen, 
you can't put the baby back. <laughs> That's it, brother, sister. When the baby comes, the baby comes. There's no refund. There's no return. You see, the Bible says that, that, I can't quote the verse exactly, but you'll know the verse. God says that, that he wants you to have wealth and he wants you to have no sorrow with it. He wants you to have peace with your prosperity. But the way you get peace with your prosperity is that you're spiritually minded. You put your mind on the things of God. Every day you dedicate everything you are to the Lord. You say, Lord, everything I have is yours, O God. So, so one, of the, one of the things is that we have to purpose to keep, it, keep our mind on the things of the Spirit. Now, there's another verse here. Let's go over to Colossians for a minute. Let's just harvest out all of these wonderful verses. We're harvesting tonight the Word of God. So if you go over to Colossians, another important verse, chapter 3. You getting something out of this? Is helping anybody? Colossians chapter 3. And um, it says here, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Now listen to verse 2. Set your mind. Everybody say, set your mind. It's sort of like setting your clock. See, I determine how I want to set it, and according to the way I set it is the way that it responds. And it's the same way with your mind. The way you set your mind, that's why I say every morning, the very first thing you ought to do is set your mind. I've set my mind on the things of God. That's why you ought to start your morning with prayer. You ought to start your morning with a little worship. You ought to start your morning with a thankful, grateful heart. You ought to start your morning with a good confession. Today is going to be the best day of my life. Today I'm going to glorify God. Today my life is going to be used for the things of God. God, today I'm going to get a little bit closer to my destiny and the purpose that you have for my life. I'm preaching better than you're amening right now. So, so he says, he says, set your mind on things above, not on the things of earth. See, you've got to kind of walk around with a sense that you're not, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. You're here, but you're not under the power of this world because we operate by a greater power. That, that even though junk comes our way, we have authority over these things. Don't you ever forget for a minute that you have authority in this world that's been given to you by the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You see, and, and all things ought to submit to you in the name of Jesus Christ. So keep your thoughts and keep your mind on heavenly things, not on earthly things. If you, you keep your mind on this earth, earth earthly stuff, it's going it's to... Listen, I put on the TV and I get depressed. You ought to quote Psalm 91. No evil shall befall me. Not come near my dwelling. Come on. I don't have time to go there, but one of these days we should do that. But set your mind on things above. Come on, get your mind. See, our minds are down here. Our minds need to be up here. Think in a higher realm. Think the thoughts of God. See, people are, I can't do this. I can't do that. It'll never happen for me. I'm this, I'm that. Stop it. Start thinking above. Put your mind on what God says about you. Get your mind back in order. Is there anybody getting anything out of this? Put your mind back. Start thinking, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God's designed me with a purpose. God's put me in this, in this world for a reason, and I'm going to fulfill the purposes of God in my life. Start to think thoughts from above. Amen. Amen. See, what the devil would, would have you do is just think lowly down here. You know, all your problems, all your... Listen, I have problems. I've got situations. Do you think my life is perfect? No, I deal with stuff just like you deal with stuff. Family stuff, people stuff, business stuff, 
money stuff. Everybody deals with that stuff. But what I've purposed to do is to put my mind on the word, put my mind on the things above, not on this earth. I've just purposed to say, well, God, you know, I don't understand some, some of these things, but I'm putting my mind on you. I refuse to succumb to the pressures of this world. I refuse to think like the world. Too many believers that go to church, sing the songs, clap, dance, you know, do the Pentecostal polka around the church three times, but their, their minds are on this world and not on things above. So he says, set your mind on things above, not on the things of earth. You see, you get too whacked out, too, too worried about what's going on on earth. So he says for verse three, for you died and your life is hidden in Christ with Christ in God. What does that mean? Well, that means that I'm protected, man. My life is protected by the hand of God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth. Now, listen, he begins to tell you what these things are. Fornication. Now, do I need to tell you what fornication is? Fornication. Big word. And most of you don't want to look it up because you're concerned what that means. <laughs> and you'd be right, because it means what you think it means. <laughs> Fornication is any sexual out activity outside a marriage. Let me describe what a marriage is between a man and a woman. If you ain't married and you're sleeping together, you're fornicating. There's no pleasant way to say it. You're fornicating. And he says, don't set your mind on the things of earth. See, in the world, we say, well, it feels good, do it. I love her. She loves me. We live together. What's the big deal? We're not hurting anybody. What the big deal is, is that you're violating God's word. And you're putting yourself in death's way, in harm's way. Death to your joy, death to your peace, death to your blessings. If you want to start your life off right, and you want the blessings of God in your life, then, you know, if you're a young couple and you, you love each other, keep it clean. Ask God's blessings. God will bless you. God will prosper you. But you take matters, but people, you know, I hate to say it, but this is not being preached too much in this day and age because it's not popular. You don't hear it on television because they won't send any money. They'll just turn it off. <laughs> it's the truth. But see, I don't care about that. You don't like it. I, I can't compromise the word of God. I've got to tell you the truth because I love you and I care about you. And I don't want you to be carnally minded and have carnal activity and put your life in a death spin. I want to put you in the life circle. I want, I want to get you to rise up to higher places and experience the blessings of God. So I've got to, you know, I've got to be truthful. And, and parents, you need, to, you, need to, you need to pound this into your kids' brains. You're carnally minded and do what your, your body dictates. You're, 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 gonna, you're, you're headed for death. You're headed for death. You know, you're not going to have the peace of God, the joy of God, the, the protection of God, the, the, the provisions of God. I will bet you, but that's what I want in my life. So, so set your mind on things above. Therefore, put to death. In other words, put to death fornication, uncleanness, passion, you know, evil desires and covetousness, which is idolatry. He called all of those things idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. People that live this way are going to experience the wrath of God, all right? In which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. So, so you know, now if you're covered under the blood of Jesus, you're not going to have the wrath of God. But um, the world 
people who do not know the Lord, who don't serve the Lord, they're living this way. They're headed for a crash course. They're headed right, right for a brick wall, and they don't even realize it, see? So now verse 8 says, but now you yourselves are to put off all these, and listen to what he says, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language, filthy language, filthy language, filthy language. Well, you know, I mean, I've been around some Christians, even though they always curse words, they say things <clears throat> that are a little off color, you know, the way they speak to a lady or even to a man. I mean, that's offensive. You know, put off filthy language, man. You're not supposed to be. Stop cussing like a sailor, will you? There you go. I've been around Christians that have, they think it's okay, you know. But he says, put all this stuff off. Get your mind in order here. Get your mind together. And he says, put off, again, anger, wrath, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another. 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 Do not lie. Do not lie. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Do not lie. Sometimes we, you know, we just clean it up a little bit. <laughs> you know, you know, exaggerations is a form of lying. Tell a story and, you know, we take a little story like this and whoo. <laughs> Yeah. They used to have a joke about evangelists, evangelists because they can take a story and they call it evangel evangelistically speaking, <laughs> stretching the story. So, <laughs> you know, that, that's a form of lying. Tell the truth, you know. You know my little thing, when you mess up, fess up. Everybody say fess up. Yeah. All right. So um, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his, his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in uh, in knowledge, according to the image of him who created him. So, so I, there's two words you want to underline here, put off and put on. So one of the things that we need to do on a daily basis is to put off these things of the flesh and put on the things of the spirit. You know, put off those things that are going to cause death in our life and put on the things that are going to cause life and peace. Amen? Yeah. Pretty, pretty simple. Verse 12, if you go to verse 12, says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on, tells you what to put on. Tender mercies, loving kindness. Well, actually, I jumped ahead. Tender mercies, kindness, um, humility, meekness, long-suffering. Wow. Put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. Those are the correct patterns for thought. See, this is what we ought to be thinking on. This is what ought to be filling our brains Bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a complaint against another. Even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Wow. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God, now notice, the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you are also called into one body and be thankful. Everybody say thankful. You see. And we, can, we could go on in that, but let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. There it is again, right? Verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. It goes back to the word. Your connection to getting your mind in order is the word of God. Did you hear what I said? Your connection to keeping your mind on the straight and narrow uh, and, on, and keeping it together is connected to the word of God. 
Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com ny.com or wmca.com thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of god-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the word of god and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come god's word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors